Janelle Ford is live at Bush Airport. Janelle, there's a lot to unpack here. Break down what this means for everyone at home. Well, Xavier, it's a 30-day travel ban that starts tomorrow, but who it affects is worth noting. The ban it largely targets foreign nationals. American citizens are exempt. They just have to be screened at airports. Now, in addition to this, the U.S. State Department, they're also warning that American citizens avoid all international travel. That's short of the most severe caution it can offer of do not travel. President Trump made the announcement yesterday in an address from the Oval Office. He blamed the European Union for not acting quickly enough to address COVID-19, saying U.S. clustered were seeded by European travelers. The ban targets 26 European countries, including France, Italy, and Greece, but excludes the United Kingdom. Now, aside from the disruption to tourism, airlines are going to take a big hit because of this. They've already started cutting many international routes. Sending it back to you guys in the studio. Now, Fort Live at Bush Airport. Thank you. School districts and universities are, are doing their part to protect their communities. Now, let's get to Michelle Choi live in the newsroom. Michelle, how are they reacting? Xavier, given the fluidity, fluidity of the situation, not all schools are making the same decision. However, each one is being impacted, so let's break it down. Starting with HISD, they're now requiring all employees, students, and their families to let the district know if they're planning to travel for spring break next week. The district is also limiting campus visitors when school resumes. Montgomery ISD is closing all of its schools early for spring break starting today. They say they'll be deep cleaning campuses. Aldine and Cypress, Fairbanks ISD, ISD are suspending perfect attendance rules for the rest of the school year. Fort Bend ISD and Klein ISD haven't made any drastic changes yet, but say they're closely monitoring the situation. Katy ISD is excusing virus-related absences, and Paralyn ISD says anyone traveling to any of the countries on the CDC's travel warning list must notify a principal. As for universities, the University of Houston is canceling classes next week. They'll resume on March 23rd, but only online until further notice. Rice University canceled classes earlier this week and planned to resume on March 23rd, but say that could change. Baylor University extended its spring break for a week, as well as UT Austin. For the full list of how schools are responding, head to KHOU.com. Randy? A lot of precaution, Michelle. Heartbroken, bummed, just a couple of ways that artists reacted to news that the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is canceled, and they're not going to get to perform on the star-shaped stage. Lizzo uh, asked fans to take care. John Party wrote that though he was looking forward to it, got to keep everyone safe. And Kane Brown, set to perform last night, just said, Sorry, guys. Reaction like that is pouring in, along with thousands of comments from you guys on Facebook. These range from disappointed but understanding to straight up big mad. Mixed in there are a lot of questions like, what about all the kids who put in time and money into their animals for the livestock show? They're taking that cancellation pretty hard. I mean, I understand. It just sucks, you know, putting like all the time and effort and money into not being able to do it. I don't think they should really i mean i get it's very serious but there's a lot of kids over a thousand of them in there all trying to show their livestock that we've worked on for months at last check crews were working to move that livestock off the grounds and shut down the rest of the rodeo including the carnival and exhibits a whole lot of you want to know how to get a refund maybe for your concert ticket or your season passes here's what i can tell you about that the rodeo says it's going to announce its process Today, we're going to share that with you as soon as we learn more. But if you bought your ticket from a third-party website like StubHub or C, my thing is, you guys. Good morning. Good morning. It's uh.
center, Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus. Wow. This was the scene in Oklahoma City before the game between the Jazz and Thunder. Players were told to return to the locker room. In the last 10 days, the Jazz have played five games, including stops in Boston, Cleveland, and Detroit. And this yeah. moment from Monday is also going viral. It shows Gobert touching all of the media microphones. This is too crazy. And that was after the NBA changed the rules, and the session was held in a different He didn't, he didn't touch all the mics. The from Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban went viral. He was sitting in the stands at last night's game when he heard the news. Here's what he said. This is something out of a movie, and you just don't expect it to happen in real life, but that's the randomness of, of, of the world we live in. The NBA said in a statement that they are working to determine the next of action and we want you to join this conversation this morning should other sports leagues follow the NBA's league and suspend play vote now at kju.com slash vote now Lakewood is moving services online and Galveston is bracing for a big impact on the cruise industry there's a lot more to talk about in your rush block as our COVID-19 coverage rolls on no in-person service at Lakewood Church. Instead, Pastor Joel Osteen will only stream his services online indefinitely. That begins with Saturday night's 7 o'clock service and will continue until further notice. Lakewood made the call in part because of the number of international visitors each week. More passengers from the Grand Princess cruise ship are heading to Texas. Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio is expecting another plane with up to 120 people transferred from California where the ship docked this week. Those passengers will be quarantined for two weeks. Wow. Galveston is closely monitoring coronavirus's impact on cruising. Many passengers boarding this ship on Wednesday were not that worried, but federal officials are warning people to be wary of cruising, especially older people with health issues. Meanwhile, some Galveston businesses report a slowdown in cruise passenger foot traffic, although the agency that oversees the port reports no significant impact yet. No live audiences. Many television shows are taping without fans in response to the outbreak. Ellen DeGeneres tweeted the news yesterday, and KHOU's own Great Day Houston is suspending its live audience as well. And that's your rush block on this Thursday morning. I mean, you have to, you guys. I mean, come on. Um, I know some people, even some church folks, some are always not that serious. We cover, yeah, we are covered with the blood. Yes, I do believe that. Um, God's people is going to be taken care of, no problem. But we're still in the mix of the world. And like I stated before, um, the Israelites was in the midst of the plagues. They had to encounter the plagues back in the days of old. But they was protected only underneath the obedience of the voice of God. And what is the voice of God saying? He's saying, do this, do this, and you'll be protected. If not, you'll be affected. Come on. Be obedient. Be protected. Disobedience. Infected. What about that for a title? All right? <laughs> we, we, we just have to... Um, See that things are being shaken up, and um, in 2018, the Lord had gave me a word. I'm gonna find it and repost it that God was gonna shake up America, um, and it's gonna be to the point that it's gonna shake up the world. And I believe this is the beginning of that prophecy that's coming to pass because God is really, really, He said. 
I don't want no one to perish, right? He don't want no one to perish. So this is an opportunity while we are at home or whatever state that you find yourself in through this um, plague. We'll call it a pandemic now because it didn't hit the whole world, right? And so now it's time to really get your families together, to get your hearts together. You know, let's clean the air up. Let's get things right. Um, uh, I believe that this is a return back to humanism to people because we have lost the compassion. We have lost everything is self, 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 money, 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 things, things, things. And at the end of the day, what do you have? Absolutely nothing but yourself and another human being. What can you take with you when you die? Nothing but another human soul. And I I have no doubt in my mind that this is part of God's plan. It's no it, it the 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 devil just sitting back and say, Oh, y'all making this easy for me. But this is God's plan to shake up people's hearts, to get us to refocus on, wait a minute, why are you really on the earth? Why are you living? It's it's it has to be more than material things, you guys. It has to be more than just gaining riches and wealth on this earth. What profit a man to gain the whole world and you lose your soul? And we learned what the soul was about. The soul is your mind, will, and emotion. That's part of you. And what's been happening lately, the past couple of years, people are committing suicide, depression. Even myself been fighting depression. Off and on. You see what I'm saying? That spirit of heaviness. You feel it from other people. It comes on to you. You know, I'm sitting at the desk. I feel myself being overwhelmed. I feel myself being overwhelmed. Even traveling. Even working from place to place. Even being in a situation um, that I was last year with the work-related injury. I felt the things that people feel when they go through different traumas and circumstances and situations that hit them on an onslaught, you know, that they didn't expect. Some expected, some didn't. What do you do? How do you handle these life situations, you guys? And still have to trust in the name of the Lord. It is hard sometimes. And I can literally say that, and I know the way of the transgression aggressor is hard, but I'm a living testimony that, yes, it becomes very challenging when you got to trust in an invisible God with the word and with your situation slapping you right in your face. When you have, your, you have people calling you, and then they threaten you, and then they want to evict you over a couple of days that you already know that you didn't pay your rent. How can you evict me and I pay my rent? Oh, well, we didn't receive. Well, to be honest, that's not my fault you haven't received it. I did my best to send it to you because of the situation that I am in. If I'm not in town and can put it in your hand, I have to mail it off. And the system will not even allow you to even pay nothing online until certain days. After that, you stuck like Chuck. 
So what do you do when you have all these other avenues um, pushing against you to really make your life a struggle, make your life hard? You know, just to just to even with people, it's like people just nasty to you. They do evil things. You know, like like the other day, I'm I'm standing out in the sun. The lady, she pulls up right where I'm at. I I looked and I said, "Oh, it's a handicap parking." But I looked, she didn't even have a handicap sign. Then when she got out the car, she turned her head the other way, and I said, "Ma'am, I know you saw me standing here. I just want her to chill. Act like she on the phone, yeah, yeah, and turned her head." Now see the old me. The old me would have went around and stopped her and looked her right in her face and would have said, excuse me, I know you saw me standing there. You almost hit me with your car. But no, I just stood there and watched her. So these are the things that God is shaking up in people that it's not always about you. Even though we hear, oh, I got to take care of myself. It's about me. It's my time. Yeah, all of that is true. But still, don't, just because it's your time, you don't have the right to treat somebody like they're nothing. You still value individuals, people. You see? Even the word of God tells us that you don't know who you entertain it. It may be an angel from God testing you before you get blessed. A testing before the blessing. And you just failed your test. That means, guess for your blessing going back up into the heavenly realm. Because you think it's you think you molded somebody? Man, please. People, wake up. That's all I can say. Wake up. And I think this coronavirus, this COVID-19, I believe they call it the COVID-19 because that's the ones that's really taking people down and killing them. The coronavirus is like the onset. It's like the symptoms. When you get the COVID-19, that's when it's really got into your system and add up your lungs. And I'm like, I really have to go and check and tell my daughter. She, she need to go and check that out because, remember, she almost died last year. Two times. And they say that they, this this pneumonia that attached itself to the lungs, and guess what? This attached to your lungs. And only by the grace of God, she's still here. Isn't that something? And and they say that this thing was around even before it starts spreading. So people could be walking around with it and don't even know it. That's how these cases popping up now in Houston. Hello? Because they're trying to figure out how this guy over here in Fort Bend get it, and he didn't even travel nowhere, and he got it. Or he probably been had it. You know what I'm saying? It's incubated. You know, people have different types of immune system. That's why I put up those movies for you guys to watch. They have a movie called Pandemic. And it showed where this guy got off the plane with the boy that was infected, but he didn't show no kind of signs to probably, what, two weeks, maybe past two weeks later. So it depends on your immune system. It depends on, it just depends. Y'all, Dr. D's stock up. I have my mints. 
I know I be blowing people out, but I eat my garlic. I chew on that ginseng root. That's your natural antibiotic to kill anything in your system. You know, double dose on some garlic, you guys. Get you some aloe vera water and and quote that word of God over yourself. That nothing by any means shall harm you. Acts 10, 38, the word of God tells us that Jesus went about with, with, with God, with the Holy Ghost, and with power. He went about doing good, healing all manner of diseases. For God was with him. God is with me, and God is with you if you be obedient. Be obedient. And you won't be affected. Don't follow instructions and you'll be impacted or infected. I forgot how that go, but y'all know what I'm saying. All right. So y'all be blessed today. This is Dr. D with the boom factor. I got a lot of things coming at me, but I'm still going strong. I'm still, I'm going to live long as long as the Father keep me on this earth. And he did reveal to me last other I, don't, I can't keep up with the days anymore. But I was awakened to the point where, where sin abound, grace abound more. So don't be so, be watchful. He said, watch, fight, and pray. Be obedient to the instructions that he give you through every day that you wake up to a new day, to this new information with this virus, do what you can. I'm sitting there watching people sneezing in their hands still, coughing, wiping their face, touching stuff, and they're just not taking it serious. Some are taking it serious, the body of Christ laughing at it, but you better not laugh at it. This is this is a wake-up call for everyone, for everyone to get back to the basic. Jesus is Lord, Yahshua HaMashiach. He is our Messiah. He is coming back, and he wants everyone to be saved. And if he got to shake up the whole world with coronavirus to get your attention, let it be written and let it be so. God bless. Let's put it this way, I'm not concerned. Here is another image of the president with the same man who tested positive. Still, White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham said in a statement, quote, both the president and vice president had almost no interactions with the individual who tested positive and do not require being tested at this time. Meanwhile, there have been intense negotiations between the White House and Democrats in Congress on a bill to help deal with the economic impact of this pandemic. And I am told those negotiations have actually gone quite well. In fact, Nancy Pelosi, over the course of Thursday, spoke five times with Treasury Secretary Mnuchin. Uh, they expect to have an agreement uh, before the end of the week, something that would be voted on in the House uh, this week and in the Senate early next week. Jonathan Carl, ABC News, the White House. Thank you, Jonathan. And Cal- 
California's governor says most of his state's virus testing kits are missing key components. Out of the 8,000 testing kits, Gavin Newsom says various parts had to be moved to different labs in order to create complete kits. Newsom claims the flaw yeah. kits mean state officials can only work with about 20 testing kits per day. Wow. Vice President Pence's coronavirus task force is said to be close to coming up with a better testing system. A doctor with the virus is sharing the day-to-day -day details of his ordeal with thousands on Twitter. The ER doctor contracted the disease while treating patients at a hospital in Madrid, Spain. Yale Tung Chen even tweets ultrasound scans of his lungs. He was diagnosed on Sunday and has since been quarantined in a small bedroom at his home. Chen talked to ABC about his symptoms. So along the days, I started to to develop uh, a mild diarrhea, headache, that soon fade away. And now, yesterday, I was feeling really great. But today, I started to feel tired again. So it's more uh, like a uh, middle, long uh, uh, time journey rather than something really quick like uh, flu, for instance. I'm symptomatic right now. Uh, I feel tired with little dry cough. Uh, besides that, I feel well. No shortness of breath, no chest pain, no fever. Chen giving us a first-hand account of battling the coronavirus. Chen says that one of the challenges is being isolated while living in the same home with his wife and children. He's looking forward to getting back to work and getting better. Now to the deepening crisis in Italy. The death toll has soared to more than 1,000. One hospital reports receiving a new patient every five minutes, and makeshift tents are being used to treat the sick. And all churches in Rome are closed until April 3rd. But some Italians are getting creative. This man wears a giant cardboard circle to assure social distancing at least three feet away from <laughs> my cough or sneeze whatever it takes that's one way to do it right. but how are you going to use a bathroom oh that, i mean i'm sure he can squeeze those hands <laughs> down there right uh, and do what he needs to do i don't you know i don't want to visualize that uh it's weird times folks weird times social distancing have we been social distancing ourselves properly, Mona? No, because I keep inching closer and closer to you. What you've got, I want. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it works, no. Mona. Just kidding. Uh, I saw Listen you, to the experts. I saw you out and about in New York City today. I mean, I, so I, I guess, had uh, took Dr. Ashton's advice and said that, you know, I kind of wanted to go uh, with my life as usual yeah. but when Whatever i tell you that new york city was a ghost town yeah. this is in the middle of times square i took the one train a very uh, during rush hour and it was completely empty it was a little eerie and that's when i started uh, getting a little concerned yeah. i'll say yeah uh, and we're going to hear later from dr jen ashton a little bit more with you know answers to your questions um maybe you can take some of her, her advice Yes. Social distance yourself. Coming up, coronavirus, your questions answered. Plus, the changes the coronavirus is forcing at Starbucks, how it's about to get a little more difficult to grab that morning cup of joe we all need. And the other major story this morning, new U.S. airstrikes in Iraq, what we're now learning this morning. You're watching World News Now. Wait, you guys, this is the um, the breaking news, and I'm just trying to stay up. Beat that had a lot of stuff going on today. Um, first, uh, 
with my own personal life. I have so much stuff going on. Um, I, I'm still underneath a spiritual attack. And it has now gotten down to um, my children, which I think I mentioned that last year it started. And so I'm like, I'm on another level with that that I'm not even going to deal with anymore. What I have been demonstrating, the meekness and compassion, and in spite of everything else, in return, I have not literally, I guess, hmm. You know, the things that we have done and sacrificed. On behalf of just raising children. Of the children that. You have called. Your adult children now. That you thought that as they grew up. They seen. What what you have. Sacrificed. And. um, I guess mine feel like. I haven't done nothing for them, so they can talk to me any kind of way, handle me any kind of way. Oh, you can just come in my office and take my water and then tell me after the fact. After I have been telling them, I've been talking to you guys almost two weeks, three weeks ahead of time about this virus thing. Just be prepared, right? And then, um, I asked my son to come and help me pick me up and drop me off at my office because I got blessed to get some, you know, some of the items that I like. And I got some extra water and stuff like that. But I didn't say nothing about going home to my Seabrick um, residence, right? I get this big long text just trying to telling me how I'm not um, organized. Things have to be scheduled, yada, yada. He doing this. He got this going on, yada. And I was like, wait a minute. Do he know he talking to his mama? You know? Let me see what they're saying, y'all. Hold on. Senator Bernie Sanders is also proposing an emergency unemployment assistance. And he pointing to the outbreak as... More evidence for the need of universal health care. Sanders and Biden's debate Sunday night has been moved from Phoenix to a CNN studio in Washington, D.C. And the head of the flight attendants union says President Trump's new travel restrictions between Europe and the U.S. left the airline industry. 
pretty blindsided. Delta is the most affected. It will operate a nearly full schedule from Europe through Sunday to get people out. Delta is also telling customers to not contact the airline unless they're traveling within 72 hours. Coffee lovers, you're going to want to listen to this one. Starbucks may limit services to protect employees and customers during this pandemic. The coffee chain is considering only offering drive-through service and restricting ordering to the app for pickup or delivery. The company may also limit inside seating to accommodate social distancing. Locations in the U.S. and Canada are preparing to modify operations if needed. This is not the first measure that Starbucks has taken. No. They banned personal cups, yep. and then they even went through to also uh, extend that to taking the condiment bar away, all, all of the items on the condiment bar away. So many businesses are doing whatever they can with the deep cleanings, right. um, limiting, obviously, uh, groups of people like Starbucks who like to go there, hang out, work, right. even though we're not seeing much of that um, in many cities with people just staying home or working from home uh, but again a morning are, cup of coffee is very important to some people these are different times here coming up in our next half hour the latest from tom hanks and his wife rita wilson as they battle coronavirus but first abc's dr jennifer ashton answers your top questions about the outbreak that's next on world news now well my favorite um Actor man, Tom Hanks got coronavirus, y'all. That's messed up. That's cold blooded. How y'all gonna let that happen? <laughs> you know, and and I'm trying to get it, y'all. It don't it don't matter if they wipe down and stuff. It don't matter if they wipe down stuff, y'all. People just nasty. All last week, I watch, I observe folks. So you can wipe all you want, right? and stuff but i watch people so you can wipe down stuff all you want as soon as somebody sneeze in their hands or cough in their hands and they have it they touching the very surface you just clean they just been contaminated you see what i'm saying so it's not the idea of keeping stuff clean y'all it's the idea of people keeping themselves clean so, yeah, people need to just keep their butt home because they nasty. And I know I'm always what's called a germ, a germ phobia, you know, because I always was the one that wiped down this and wiped down that. And they used to laugh at me. I said, oh, I bet you all not laughing at me now. You see? Let's see what's going on. among so many Americans. ABC's chief medical editor, Dr. Jennifer Ashton, sat down with ABC's Brian Pitts to answer some more of your questions. You're hearing people compare it to the flu, and my answer, Byron, is it's not a competition. The seasonal influenza in this country kills 
20,000 people right now is the latest CDC estimate every single year in the U.S. Um, we can't compare it to opioid overdoses. We can't compare it to suicides or car accidents. This is serious. Most people will recover on their own. That's a very, very important fact. But in terms of looking at these percentages, we still don't have a good grasp on that yet because the U.S. data hasn't been compiled or released yet. Don't panic, but no one should take this lightly. I don't think in medicine and science we take anything that can result in death lightly ever. Um, is it the end of the world? No. Is it nothing? No. Um, and where it fits somewhere in the middle, we don't know yet. We heard Dr. Tony Fauci say this is 10 times as deadly as seasonal flu. If that's even close to true, we're looking at a major viral pathogen. So, so much is unknown. This is not even three months old yet. And because we don't have a track record on this virus, um, it's causing a lot of uncertainty and concern. A few more questions from Twitter. I have my groceries delivered and was wondering how long the coronavirus can live on food, on the plastic bags used for produce, and the paper bags used to hold groceries. So they're looking at that right now. A lot of the data that we know about fomites, that's the viral particles when they live on inanimate surfaces, come from other human coronaviruses and the range is massive Byron it goes from hours all the way up to nine days depending on humidity temperature and what surface it is how porous that surface is new data just out in the last day or so suggests it's a couple of hours to a couple of days depending on the surface so bottom line because we're still figuring that out in the lab setting Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Dr. Right, final viewer question. Exactly how close do you have to be to someone with their virus to get it yourself? The CDC was saying six feet, okay, because if someone coughs or sneezes, respiratory droplets, they can generally travel six feet. This is a large virus, so it's heavy particles, tends to drop to the ground quickly. Um, but again, new study just out does suggest that some of those particles can linger in the air um, for a little bit. So you, you want to watch that and you want to keep your distance. And that's why we say avoid close, prolonged contact. Mm -hmm. There, she's driving those points home. Close. Distancing. Right. Wash your hands, wash yeah. your hands, wash your hands. Don't touch me. <laughs> That's how I've been. I'm going to talk to y'all next episode. We should get some. Let's let's just watch that. Puppies in a bowl, people. That is what it's come to. Uh -huh. That's what we need on this Friday the 13th. These cuddly, furry puppies. You know what we also need? 
So we'll have to check in with him as well later. But let's get to the serious news first. The nation's coronavirus outbreak, which is now blamed for at least 41 deaths in the U.S. Here's the latest. Public gather, pl gathering places, including Disney and other amusement parks, as well as museums and theaters, including Broadway here in New York, are closed or in the process of closing this weekend. President Trump's new travel ban between Europe and the U.S. begins tonight. Stocks, su stocks suffered their worst day since 1987 yesterday, and Asian markets plummeted overnight. And Washington state is calling for blood donations, saying its supply is in danger of collapse. The virus has forced a halt in American sports, while many other aspects of American life have been disrupted. ABC's Matt Gutman reports. 
The cascade of announcements coming fast in recent hours, punctuated by Disneyland's statement that it will close what is perhaps the icon of American entertainment until the end of the month. And for the first time in all of their histories, the NBA, Major League Baseball, soccer, and the NHL suspending their seasons. And the NCAA suspending its hugely popular tournament. If it happens, March Madness will not happen in March. And the coronavirus hitting the heart of the NBA. The season suspended after two Utah Jazz players, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, tested positive for the virus. The Jazz now in self-quarantine, as are all the players in the five teams they recently played against. Gobert apologizing, writing, at the time, I didn't know I was infected. The closure of Disneyland, part of the ripple effect of an executive order issued by California's governor. We do have in this executive order the ability to commandeer uh, existing uh, private sector assets, uh, including hotels and motels. Three empty hotels already taken over. More have been earmarked. This comes as California still grappling with the last few hundred passengers aboard that stricken cruise ship. This is the second outbreak aboard a Princess Cruise, compelling the cruise line to cancel all cruises for 60 days. Viking cruises following suit. Now, some of these measures may seem drastic, but they are a key part of government pandemic planning. Now, public health officials tell me that short of having a vaccine or treatment, the only tool they have to contain this outbreak is severely limiting our social interaction. Matt Gutman, ABC News, Oakland, California. All right, Matt, thank you. Now to the fight over virus testing. The nation's top infectious disease doctor, Anthony Fauci, tells our Lindsay Davis that everyone can now get a test. He said that hours after calling the testing process a failing. Meantime, the president says testing has been going, quote, very smooth. ABC's Inez de la Quatera is in Washington. Even as President Trump tries to reassure the nation... I think it's going to work out very well for everybody. The COVID-19 pandemic inching closer to the White House. A Brazilian official who met with Trump and the vice president, seen here on the right in this photo from last week, now testing positive for the virus. We'll find out what happens. I guess they're being tested right now. Let's put it this way, I'm not concerned. But amid growing public anxiety, Trump announcing drastic new measures to fight the outbreak, calling for a series of stimulus measures to help the economy. Trading was halted for the second time this week as financial markets continue to tumble. The president uh, used the biggest weapon that a president has, that primetime Oval Office speech last night, to try to calm the markets. It does not appear to have worked. Trump also banning travel from most of Europe to the U.S. for the next 30 days. The U.S. citizens and permanent residents will not be affected. That announcement causing confusion. The European Union responding, slamming the measure as a unilateral decision taken without consultation. We had to make a decision and I didn't want to take time and, and you know, it takes a long time to make the individual call. While Congress scrambles to pass a new COVID-19 relief bill, next week's Senate recess now canceled. Right now, we have to find our common ground, work together to, um, uh, to get this done as soon as possible. And former Vice President Joe Biden releasing his own plan to deal with the outbreak. And it's critical to mounting an effective national response that will save lives, protect our frontline health workers, slow the spread of the virus. Anyone who needs to be tested based on medical guidance should be tested at no charge.
And the pandemic is also bringing the 2020 campaign to a halt. Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders will still face off on Sunday for the first one-on-one -on -one debate of the primary season, but the debate will now be held in D.C. instead of Arizona, and there will be no live audience to watch. Kenneth and Mona. And Annette, speaking of campaign events, President Trump's campaign is shifting to virtual events because of the virus outbreak. That move came late last night after an ABC News report detailing hundreds of events that were slated to take place starting today. Officials say events involving large gatherings planned for next week will be postponed. And the wife of Canada's prime minister has tested positive for the coronavirus. The prime minister's office says Sophie Trudeau is feeling well and has mild symptoms. She'll remain in isolation for 14 days. Meanwhile, Justin Trudeau plans to work from home for two weeks. He has no symptoms and is not being tested. Trudeau plans to address the nation today. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have updated their condition after announcing their coronavirus diagnosis. The Oscar winner tells fans that both, both of them are doing well. He says they are taking it one day at a time and following the advice of experts. Hanks reference, uh, references a famous line from his movie in an Instagram post writing, quote, remember, despite all the current events, there is no crying in baseball. They remain in isolation in Australia. Hanks was there to start production on a new movie. There's no crying in baseball. I love that movie. Apple says all of its stores in China have reopened. The tech giant was forced to close more than 40 stores as the virus spread in that country. China is Apple's third biggest market. Apple gradually reopened stores as cases subsided in China. And the U.S. military has carried out airstrikes in Iraq after an attack that killed two U.S. service members. The Pentagon says those strikes targeted Shia militia members backed by Iran, who the U.S. believe are responsible for that attack. American fighter jets also hit five weapon storage facilities aimed at reducing the ability to, quote, conduct future attacks. The president of U.S. Soccer Federation has resigned after filing legal papers in a gender discrimination lawsuit that claim women players have less physical ability and responsibility than the men. He now calls the language unacceptable and inexcusable. On Wednesday, the U.S. women protested by wearing their warm-up jerseys inside out to hide the Federation's logo. And let's just call this a sign of the times. Astronauts here on Earth are taking extreme precautions against the coronavirus. An American and two Russian astronauts are set to fly to the International Space Station in a month. They are now prohibited from leaving their training center in Russia. That's to avoid bringing the virus with them to space. Astronauts routinely go into quarantine before space missions. One official says this one has started earlier than usual. Yesterday, we just said that there might be evidence that you could have life uh, in space or different planets, and now they're taking precautions so that we don't take right. coronavirus out to space. You want to get off this Earth right now. Uh, I mean, to avoid the coronavirus, maybe. Also, to have a good time, I heard. Yeah. It's better out there. It probably, hey. I'm sure it is. I'm <laughs> sure it is. Coming up, how the coronavirus is now affecting the late-night comedy shows. Plus, what The Simpsons predicted back in 2007 about none other than Tom Hanks. How could how could they have known about the coronavirus? They know about everything. <laughs> but first, the long lines at many stores. What's behind the urge to stock up? And what do you really need in your pantry right now? Hmm. You're watching World News Now. People just going crazy. Should have been here. We stuck, stuck, stocked up. Y'all, it's just crazy. You know, at the end of all of this, or even at the beginning of this here, with a lot of other um, 
spiritual folks been decreeing, declaring what I've been saying for the last two years, that God is going to use something to shake up the world because we have lost the vitality of humankind, even to to when it even gets to your own flesh and blood. We are so easy to forget that why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing. We we don't we we don't even think about helping one another no more. We don't want to even be around each other no more, or whatever. And I believe that God, the devil, don't have nothing to do with this now. I believe this is the way God's shaking up the world, not not a community, not you you as yourself. We're shaking up the world together and forcing individuals as oneself to take a good look at yourself. You see what I'm saying? See where your heart really lies. Because from what I'm seeing, people worrying about the wrong stuff. You worrying about football games, basketball games. You know, even getting... The items you need in the store. I have never seen people act a fool when you waited to the last minute to go get your stuff. The last three weeks, I kept posting y'all. Look at these people. They buying, buying this. They buying that. I've been saw that that the Asian community. They was in that store every day, two weeks ago, buying tissue, paper, paper towels, disinfecting, gel, soap, bread, canned goods. They were stocking up because they already knew what was about to happen. And I kept having my, my sis laughing. What happened to our folks? I don't see none of our folks. And then when I did see them, they buying TVs. Y'all, y'all should some something wrong. Shoppers that are marketed in Italy were stocking up supplies while also observing the social distancing guidelines. The coronavirus death toll in Italy has now surpassed 1,000. And here at home, Americans have been crushing into stores like this Costco in Atlanta. Empty store shelves mostly stocking up on toilet paper, water, and hand sanitizer. In many parts of the country, if you haven't been to the store lately, you're already too late. Yeah, so many supermarkets have already picked clean, they haven't been picked clean of daily necessities, and the number one product that's flying off store shelves, toilet paper. This morning, coronavirus fears pushing people to panic buy. Scenes like this playing out at big box stores across the country. A herd of consumers filing in as they stockpile canned goods, bottled water, and particularly toilet paper. Major retailers like Amazon, Walmart, and Target struggling to keep many toilet paper brands in stock online and in stores. Overnight on eBay, this package of 12 rolls being auctioned off for a starting bid of $70. At this Costco in Brooklyn, tensions running as people pack the checkout lines. Experts calling it fear contagion. When people see other people reacting during a crisis, then engage in similar behavior. There is an effect, uh, what we call the hurting effect, which
which is when you see consumers down an aisle of a supermarket crowding around shelves of toilet paper and purchasing it, there is an element of where you actually do get drawn into that, a psychology where you feel like you may uh, miss out. Another concern? Price gouging. $6.99? Really? At this dollar store in New Jersey, law enforcement responding after shoppers found cleaning supplies seven times the normal price of items in the store. It's horrible. You got people that's on a fixed income that can't afford this stuff. In the meantime, here's what health experts say you should be stocking your pantry with. Food that will last and keep you healthy. Exactly. Like that's what I did. Like pasta and crackers. Also frozen dinner. That's what I did. To treat yourself. Dark chocolate will stay good. I got my chocolate. I got my food, my canned food, chips, everything. Of this pandemic you know when i worked in florida covering mm -hmm. hurricanes and we saw you know a bottle of water and also just covering big weather events here at abc news when you see that happening you get so angry and frustrated you're like why are you doing this who's like oh it's capitalism no it's indecent it's inhuman and it's really crappy so anyway moving on when we come back the breaking news about pilot pete you know what forget the voice of jack we're gonna bring jack into the studio he is standing by Weigh in on this one. Oh, I can't wait for that one. And The Simpsons, well, they did it again. What the show predicted about Tom Hanks 13 years ago. The skinny is next. Yeah, so, I mean, so I got I got my power aid. I have my water. My chip stuff that I like. Canned goods. You know, packs of noodles. I had bought all that. And I had just needed a, a, a ride, you know, to the office so I could at least have my stuff there because I would have left it there at Walmart. They would have went in and they would have took that, you know. Man, I get, I get a drawn-out text, man, from my flesh and blood telling me, my, why? I can't even repeat it. It just had me looking at the phone like, are you serious? Is my son just giving me, I mean, called himself trying to tell me all? You know, no, he didn't. No, he's not trying to tell me about his life and his car ain't working and his calling stopped and you know, he came brimming the seat book because that's an hour away. Then it's going to take him an hour to come back. I didn't ask him to take me to Seabrook. I asked him to pick me up from Wally World and drop me off at my ministry office. That's about, what, five minutes away? So I can have stuff at the office so when I do make it to home my stuff will be already here i ain't got to worry about going to the store you know what i'm saying and it's like he telling me off like i'm the child and he the parent but guess what y'all he had the audacity to come in my office and took my water engagement and reuniting with Madison against his mother's wishes. 
Now Peter has posted this image on Instagram and a heartfelt message saying, Maddie and I have mutually decided not to pursue our relationship any further. Shut the front door. He went on to say the love and respect that he has for Maddie will continue to endure, praising Hannah Ann for her strength and confidence and thanking everyone for their support. Those what? moans and groans you hear right now come from... Not the voice of Jack, but the flesh of Jack. <laughs> Jack Sheen, everyone, who called it and said, you said that Madison was going to be the pick. Absolutely. The, the analyst nailed that one. You know what? A W is a W. You didn't, we didn't ask you how long the relationship was going to last. That's right. We chalked this one up. We're, we're, there are really tears in his uh, eyes, people. I'm, really, I'm completely broken up. I'm, I, was, I was unprepared for this, obviously. I'm underdressed. I didn't even have a chance to put this microphone on. I'm sitting back there. I'm thinking, this is like... This is like a Broadway show closing on opening night. Oh, coronavirus I mean, is taking out everything. Forget about this. I feel bad for all Madison. You do? You know? Well, yeah. I mean, well, I, I feel bad for her for having to be put through the whole torture test of it. But yeah. when it comes down to it, I mean, Madison comes out the winner. She doesn't have to deal with that guy for the rest of his life or his mom. Uh, Hannah Ann comes out a winner. She doesn't have to deal with that guy or his mom. That's true. So this probably means that whole producer rumor thing was right. Well, I mean, I guess we never know, but I, I, I'm, I'm not having any of that. Well, anyway. Listen, at least you have your edges. Poor, that's true. <laughs> Poor Maddie. Hey, All thanks, right. Jack. Have Appreciate a good weekend, everybody. See ya. Stay safe. You too. Stay clean. Wash your hands. <laughs> uh, next, the headline from Late Night TV. Just one day after deciding to tape shows without studio audiences, coronavirus fears have prompted three major late night shows to suspend production at least until March 30th. That includes Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, and Seth Meyers. But Jimmy Kimmel will continue to tape, but without a live audience. And get this, last night on Jimmy Kimmel Live, a special guest host. I've been made to feel very welcome here today. And because I never show up to somebody's home empty-handed, I brought some gifts for the crew. Truth is, I have a shipping container full of Pete for President merch that I can't get rid of. So? That's right. Everybody here got some new threads today. But I'm guessing by your expressions that some of you may not have voted for me. <laughs> That's right. Presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg. He's got a new job. He's the former mayor, former candidate. And now talk show host. And now talk show host filling in. Um, I heard he did a pretty good job. I didn't see yeah. it last night, but I heard he did it. A... He looked comfortable. It could be yeah. the fact that he didn't have a studio audience to make him nervous. But just when I thought I didn't have to say his name anymore. Boot edge edge. There it is. All right, so next to the starting revelation from The Simpsons. Yeah, the show has been downright eerie with its predictions into the future, including the Trump presidency, Super Bowl wins, and even a Nobel Prize winner. And now this. Fans say a big screen version of the show back in 2007 predicted that Tom Hanks would put himself in isolation. Take a listen. This is Tom Hanks saying, if you see me in person, please leave me be. Oh my what? goodness, fans also say that 1993 episode titled Marge and Chains actually predicted the coronavirus, portraying a far eastern virus sweeping the planet. I mean, the show has been around for almost 30 years, so, and this is not the first time we talked about the Trump presidency. They also predicted smartwatches as well, so 
We gotta, watch, we gotta watch this again. Wait, do they have a Doomsday episode? Somebody needs to tell me. Yikes! Well, also from Skinny Divination Desk, fans are also claiming another apparent prediction from the movie Space Jam. Yeah, following the NBA's decision to suspend the season, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban told an ESPN reporter, quote, it seemed more like out of a movie than reality. And many on Twitter now say it was out of a movie. It really was. Hmm. Space Jam. I used to love that, that movie. Was a good one, 1996's Space Jam. We will Classic. be right back, everybody. This is what being live is all about. This is ABC News Live, the 24-7 streaming news source of ABC News. Breaking news, live events, streaming nonstop. Original breakthrough storytelling from ABC News, National Geographic, ESPN. And it's all designed differently for you to stream straight to any screen whenever you want. ABC News Live. Streaming everywhere, right to you. ABC News Live. It's that easy to go there. I've heard some demented and perverted stories, but this one, true shock. A kidnapping. Suddenly, masked men are in this house. An unthinkable act. If we're not going to get our money, we're going to take something. You're I thought, am I hearing things? And the one woman who risked her life to bring down her husband. I mean, it's my worst nightmare. Now. His stunning first network interview. Or are you part of mutilating him? Obviously not. The 2020 event tonight on ABC. What's the most innovative daily news podcast out there to listen to every day? Well, the Edward R. Murrow Awards say it's Start Here, the daily news podcast from ABC News. Even the New York Times calls us a top news podcast worth listening to. Start Here, free on Apple Podcasts. ABC News, honored winner of four Edward R. Murrow Awards, including the most prestigious honor, overall excellence in television. ABC ABC News, America's number one news choice. The most powerful stories of our time, anytime. Nightline. We move up to the vehicle. He detonates a bomb. The heroes who stopped the killer, who held the city of Austin hostage for 19 days. It's a tripwire. All hands on deck. The clues, the Home Depot video, that truck, and the agent who connected the dots. It was exactly the vehicle that we were looking for. Inside the investigation. Vans made contact. The takedown of the bomber. Now streaming on Hulu. ABC News, America's number one news source. Straightforward news, straight to the heart of the story. ABC News, straightforward. And download the app now and sign up to get important breaking news alerts wherever you are. Can you tell us your full name for the record? Jeffrey Edward Epstein. Every girl that meets Jeffrey starts off with giving him a massage. He's like, I'll pay you $200 for every girl that you bring to me. Who else was underage? All of them. All of them. He told me the younger the better. How did he get so rich? How did he get away with it for so long? And what do the women who survived his crimes now have to say? Truth and Lies, Jeffrey Epstein. Listen free now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for making World News Tonight with David Muir, America's most watched newscast. These fine stores. We want to feel good. We need some feel-good Friday, everyone. We've got some stories for you. Mm. Still coronavirus-related, but it's going to make you feel real good. Right. On this Friday the 13th. Since we can't touch each other. 
touch ourselves and go, okay. Anyway, right. so a teacher <laughs> apparently is uh, helping kids wash their hands by giving them a stamp of approval, okay. as in like giving them a literal stamp. She puts that stamp uh, on their hands at the school in Hallsville, Missouri. Um, and then by the end of the day, it should be gone. Right, because that means they wash their hands. And the kids at first were like, what? And then they were sold once they found out that prizes were involved. Uh, it reminds me of a friend of mine had a job interview, and she mm -hmm. went out the night before. And as she went to go shake the interviewer's hand, she had a club stamp on her wrist. So the lady knew she didn't wash herself. I knew you were going to go there with a the club stamp. <laughs> Sorry, I am like, this is right up Mona's lane of hey. club stamps. <laughs> What are you trying to say? It's better than the right. other kind. From club music to another kind of music. <laughs> so the Seattle Symphony, of course, with the coronavirus, they wanted somehow to be able to still share their music with fans, and so they decided that they're going to share their performances over the Internet after the governor mandated the banning of any gathering with 250 right. or more people. Yeah, we've seen this with others, too. Like, right. uh, we know that uh, a lot of performances are being streamed online, including the Philadelphia Orchestra. Um, last night, they streamed their performance. So they're getting a whole new audience, really, from this whole virtual, say, yeah. you know, performances and audiences that are happening. So might pick up a new fan or two. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. All right. Soon. Um, oh, apparently there's a certain thing that says the sales are surging. All we up on. We're not talking about hand sanitizer. No, it's on, uh, it's on bidets. Oh, okay. Bidets. Oh, bidets. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, yeah, for you, for those of you who typically don't see the word spelled out, uh, yes, bidets, yes. Uh, apparently that's a, a European thing. It but basically, it's a little water thing that washes your tush for you. Oh, thank uh, you for the, that uh, the visual. That was a scientific explanation. Sorry. I appreciate it. Um, so, apparently with this outbreak of COVID-19, um, places like Costco, other places, Sales okay. surging of the bidets. We have been reporting that toilet paper is few nice. and far between. I hear they're fun. I hear they're refreshing. Oh. Also, <laughs> also refreshing this song right here. Um, you know, we didn't start the fire, yes. but they nope. changed the words. <laughs> Billy Joel's song there. The coronavirus version. The virus. <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> that was too much. That was too much. That was too much. And I should be I should be going to sleep. And I'm on here watching the news. I was just trying to see if they had anything else that I should be catching up on. And it is 129 AM. And I need to go to sleep because I need to take care of some business myself. In the morning has been a day. really have been a day and um um I needed to find a copy of a money on and I can't find it and so I need to go to my office they claim they didn't get my rent payment I mailed off my rent payment and um I don't know so I need to go to the office and 
trying to find my receipt. Find a receipt. But I need to find the money order. So I need to take care of that. So I can have me a... <laughs> I'm like... People just don't know. In the midst of all this, you still got to live your life. Um, you're shutting everything down. But you still got to live your life, y'all. But let me go to bed. I'm gone. All right. Schools for millions of kids in districts across the country are closed. The governors of Ohio, Maryland, Michigan, and New Mexico have ordered schools there closed as of Monday. Large gathering places, including Disney parks in California and Florida, are either already closed or preparing for closure. Here in New York, Broadway theaters will be closed for the next month. That's a serious economic hit to the Big Apple and those who depend on the theater for their living. Major sports across the U.S. shut down. The NHL has joined the NBA in suspending its season. Baseball spring training is basically over, and the start of the season has been pushed back. And we may have seen the last of college football, or excuse me, college basketball of the season. The virus is taking a tremendous toll on your investments. The Dow suffered its biggest loss yesterday since the crash of 1987. And a big fight is underway over virus testing procedures. ABC's Lindsay Davis starts there. Okay, I'm asking for a name. Who is in charge of making sure that people who need to get tested, who are indicated to be tested, can get a test? Who? The scramble for answers, outrage at the government response to the deadly coronavirus pandemic. The system does not, is not really geared to what we need right now, what you are asking for. That is a failing. And a that, failing, yes. It, it is a failing, and let's admit it. Across the country, hospitals are gearing up for influxes of patients. Surge tents popping up around Boston, San Jose, and Salt Lake City. I believe once testing becomes more widespread and available, we might see a surge in patients. Dr. Alan Kaplan is head of emergency services at Plainview Hospital in Long Island, New York, where they're already seeing COVID-19 patients. He gave us a behind-the-scenes look. Hospital's overflow zone, equipped with all the necessary medical tools. We have equipment to monitor patients' vital signs, and we have uh, ventilators if needed patients in severe distress nurses like Stephen Jones are on the front lines we go towards the disease while others run for the hills from it I would say at least 10 patients came in today with at least uh, had mentioned the word coronavirus based on their symptoms Thumbs. Plainview Hospital is part of Northwell Health, which is now allowed to run its own tests. Jones demonstrated exactly how that's done with the help of a hospital employee. This test entails um, two different swabs. I'm going to hold the back of your head just like this. The test is similar to a regular flu test. Once he swabs the patient's nostrils and throat, he then sends them off to a lab. Results come back in 24 to 48 hours. That will get faster in the next couple of weeks. If they're not sick, uh, sick enough to be admitted to the hospital, we will send them home and give them instructions on how to self-quarantine and take care of themselves. The only people that should be coming to emergency rooms are those who are in respiratory distress, having trouble breathing. You could say 80 to 90% of the people having this disease will be well-managed just staying home and it will resolve on its own.
In the New York suburb of New Rochelle, the National Guard flooded into the nation's first containment zone, site of the largest cluster of cases. Oh, just helping everybody out, making sure everybody get what they need and, you know, keep moving, keep, you know, everybody happy, satisfied. The economic impact is already visible in Washington state, where COVID-19 first hit in America. And when you come to Seattle, uh, you obviously, you come to the Pike Place market, and uh, one of the things that we heard from a number of the shop owners is that things are quieter, that they've never seen it like this before. Taking extreme measures now, like cancellations and closures, will help buy more time for a more effective response. I'm Lindsay Davis in New York. Thank you, Lindsay. Washington state officials say the virus is affecting their blood supply. They say blood drives are being canceled, and that has supplies critically low. The state's Department of Health even calls the blood supply in danger of collapse. Washington's governor urged donors to give blood, saying fear from one health issue shouldn't create another. And overseas, Italy is in lockdown and facing its worst crisis since World War II. The death toll now surpassing 1,000 from the coronavirus outbreak. It's straining that country's health care system, widely regarded as one of the best in Europe. ABC's James Longman has more. Makeshift tents to treat the sick, fighting for their lives and their dignity. One hospital reportedly receiving a new patient every five minutes. Experts warning Italy is still two weeks away from the outbreak's peak, as more than 60 million people are urged to stay at home. This doctor in Madrid, another victim of Europe's contagion, documenting his illness to thousands of followers. I'm symptomatic right now. Uh, feel tired with little dry cough. The virus does not discriminate. The world's most famous soccer star, Ronaldo, in home isolation after a teammate tested positive for COVID-19. And in the UK, a dark warning from Prime Minister Boris Johnson about what lies ahead. And many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. France's president echoing that alarm, closing all schools and universities, calling it the most serious health crisis France has faced in a century. Thanks to James there. And fears over the coronavirus outbreak have financial markets across the globe hemorrhaging. The situation was especially bleak on Wall Street, where with the Dow losing more than 2,300 points, that's the worst day in more than 30 years. ABC's Rebecca Jarvis has more. It was the worst day for stocks since the Black Monday crash of 1987. The Dow falling 10%. Stocks cratering after a trading halt early in the day because of the fact that they had already fallen 7%. The president's words, the announcement of fiscal stimulus, coupled with the announcement from the Fed to pump $1.5 trillion of emergency funding into the financial markets, did little to avert the volatility. The Dow at this point is now down 28% from its record highs hit just last month. And take a look at this. Stocks today are now back where they were in June of 2017. The feeling here on Wall Street is that until we know the full public health extent of the coronavirus, it's impossible to understand the economic one and the impact going forward. Rebecca Jarvis, ABC News, New York. Thank you, Rebecca, for that report. And Starbucks may limit services to protect employees and cu customers during the pandemic. The coffee chain is considering only offering drive-through service and restricting ordering to the app for pickup or delivery. The company may also limit inside seating to accommodate social distancing. Locations in the U.S. and Canada are preparing to modify operations if needed. Let's step away for, uh, from this corona news. Mm. In your non-corona news, <laughs> a new survey finds that many of us love pairing 
certain food in ways that some might call surprising or even bizarre. You might be shocked or not shocked, depending on some of these, because some of the most quirky combos include cookies dipped in guacamole, what? mayo and peanut butter sandwiches, Gross. and pickles wrapped in cheese. Uh -uh. But the most popular and all-time classic yeah. is French fries dipped in a chocolate shake. If you've ever been to Wendy's, that's not surprising. I'll co-sign on that one. Here's one other odd thing the survey found. Despite the American affinity for odd food combos, more than half of those who responded said they completely freak out if different <laughs> foods touch each other while on the plate. So understandable. I have a family member who can also just eat them separately, also has to keep them separated, so they're just like that. So what's your weird food combo? I don't really have a weird food combo. I do like weird, like I need to, and I, I wouldn't call it weird, it's mm. really normal, which is I have to end on something good and like savory if I'm eating, like it can't, like I, I, the last bite has to be like, like really tasty and I don't immediately drink anything either but I just want to savor it in my mouth okay I can see you pre-planning that mine I'd have to say yeah. is I cannot eat pasta without a banana it's yeah or rice did you just yeah wait, I will like not I like, need it called out the people who were dipping cookies and guacamole because like, those bananas are not normal but bananas you and pasta that, you know what you are B-A-N-A-N-A-S bananas <laughs> how about that Hey, shout out Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Coming up, the weekend box office openers if you're planning on heading to the movies. Plus, the coronavirus cancellations, the billions of dollars that are being lost as the NBA and NHL suspend their seasons. Broadway goes dark, and even late-night comedy shows hitting the pause button. But first, what one top public health official is now saying about who can now get tested for the coronavirus. You're watching World News Now. Yeah, I think we didn't hear enough of that. I didn't, I didn't play enough of that. Um, it is what it is. I believe that God is using this to shake up the whole world. That, and I always say that in the snap of the finger, anything could change, right? We be so caught up into money, games. They're worrying about um, losing money here and there and you know what, right now, that don't matter. Well, we need to find money to do this and do that. Okay, well, I bet you y'all finding money to help the herb get this done out. So the money is there. Not so much that they don't have the money, you guys. They just don't want to spend it on certain things and certain people in the community. Oh, so, oh, you're going to have the money now because it's starting to affect. It is, this is affected. This is, this this virus, a plague or whatever you want to call it, is, has impacted the whole world. It's not like a disaster storm here and there, but the whole world, you guys. The whole world is on that globe. That is serious. That that that. You're not going to tell me God don't have nothing to do with this. Ain't no devil. This is God. All right, and I know some of you probably saying, "Well, why are you saying that?" Because people are dying, innocent people die. How can you say that, Doctor D? That God got something to do with this virus? Well, we don't acknowledge Him in purity like we should. We we are letting everything underneath the sun go down. We 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 kidnapping and stealing children 
raping boys and raping girls and killing babies and killing each other. That's not what the Father created us to do. He created us to love and care for each other. But we're not doing that. We're not doing that to each other. Even our own family members, we're not doing that. We still worry about our money, you know, our status, you know, making time. Oh, it's about me. Oh, I got to get myself right. Oh, it don't matter what you're going through. I got to deal with my own issue. But, But guess what? They don't care about what you're going through. So it's really, really, it's really, really something to see in the making. And I'm just sitting back like, whoa, I've been, whoa, Lord, okay. So I'm kind of calmed down. I just need to get to my place of residence to make sure I still have a residence because, um, My leasing office claimed they didn't get my rent, and I mailed my rent off. And now they're saying um, delay fees or whatever, and they started an eviction. It's just crazy. And you know what? I prayed to God. I prayed to my father. I said, God, this is bigger than me now. You got to handle this because I, I can't touch this. I don't even know. Hey, I done did everything I can do. I, 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 I strive my best to be obedient and follow instructions. And, and it's been so close that I can just lose it and really tell somebody off. Just why can't I just do that at least one time? I was about to give it to my son. Man, I was about to call him and literally curse him out. say no don't even waste your time texting it don't even call don't do nothing just say you understand something short and and tell them you 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 you'll get your own ride I was like okay Lord right now you're not a priority like you have made all of them a priority in in, in, in in your life no matter what you was going through you made them priority you was homeless for two years and and yeah they they asked when you can come well I think after the second year I think Last year, last year around the same time, it was like, you're not tired of just being without a home? You know, you can come over here, yada, yada. Well, you know what? I've been doing fine almost two years now, so. And I don't know if that embarrassed them or, but I couldn't be mobile. Uh, I had to be where I can't get transportation. It wasn't like they was saying, like, well, if you come over here, Mom, you know you can always use the car. 
that wasn't never offered to me. You know, and my methodology was, and I'm still like that, and I'm going to be like that. Now I see I have to make better preparation to even take care of myself because I think even once I die, they might not even properly send me off right. They may not properly send me off right. So I literally have to really, really structure my will and allow somebody to really handle my business besides my children now. Because now I see, well, it's kind of, I'm kind of concerned. Because I'm getting up in age. And if I'm being treated like this, getting up in age, and I don't bother my children to do nothing for me. I really don't bother nobody to do anything for me. But if I ask, that means I have really, really, really at my ends meet. If I ever have to ask anybody to do anything, that means Dr. D is really, really at our ends meet. If I ever have to ask my children to lend me $20, or can y'all, can y'all do this between yourself because I need to pay this bill, or I need this. Nope. Nope. I didn't do it. I trust in the Father and I did what I did without. As always, I did without. And when they needed something, even when I was living in this in this office, not having a home. Ain't nobody say, well, you know what, Mom, won't you come over for the week or whatever so you can take your nice bath, uh, I can fix you something to eat, you know, you know, come over on the weekend, come do something. No, but they sure know how to ask me to watch the children, and I love to watch my grandchildren. I didn't have no problem doing it. No problem doing it. When I was living in the hotel, no problem doing it. But when I when I ask, and it's very very sparely, it's a big issue. It's a big issue. One error, one faulty. That's why I guess I was so hurt with the radio station part because I I I I had that general manager back when people was laughing at him, was dropping off like flies, wasn't there, didn't support his vision or anything. And I had his back even to the point where my children said, Yeah, he gonna do the same thing. I don't know why you're putting all your energy into somebody else's vision and yada yada. I say, nah, this is my brother. He, we good. We, we, now he'll never do that to me. And for him to do that to me, he just didn't realize how he crushed. He crushed the very core of me because I would never have thought that this individual 
returns so ice cold after he has arrived and the radio station became what it was and it was like nah I don't didn't well Facebook ain't gonna forget that I didn't exist but just a matter of me backing him and supporting him and and standing up for him towards my family and they supported me to support him and they gave and they 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 uh, asked for donations I sold the donations into that vision Redeemed by the Blood Ministries offerings went into that vision and for that person to do what he did to me So it that didn't even impact just me. That impacted the ones that I came against. I stood up for for someone else. So now I'm like, okay, so now they treat me like you just let other people. This is what I'm feeling. I feel that they treat me the same way how other people treating me because they feel like, well, you let them get away with it, so we're going to treat you the same way, but wait, y'all got that twisted. I'm the mother. I'm your mama. So I should never get treated like nobody can ever get treated except the respect that the Lord say honor. It don't matter how tired you are. It don't matter how far you can go. The only thing you have to do is say, well, I'm having car trouble and I don't want us to be stuck. Well, okay, I understand that. But don't come throwing in my face that I ain't organized, everything need to be timely. How, how can um, you expect people to just drop what they doing to come and do something that you asked them to do? I'm like, er, what, what, what? What, what, what you saying? Is this really coming to me? I, I, wait a minute, what? That should not ought to be from no child to no parent. I don't care what it is. If your parent is calling you to do something, you're supposed to make haste. Period. Period. And I can say that because I did that with my own mother. And how, how in my lifetime, no matter what, I never was really honored and treated like a daughter except in 2017. I mean, it was 16. One of those years, it was like two years after my sister died. And maybe that was an emotional thing. I don't know. But that was the first time in my 50 years. I know I was 50 years old. So that was five years ago. That that was the first time in my life I experienced a mother-daughter bond. The first time in my life that I ain't had to hear no ridicule, no comparison, no defaming, no no judgment. I didn't experience none of that that day unless an a, a alien took over my mother. Because I should ask, I say, who are you? Who is this person? Because I never experienced that. And it left a, a, a wonderful feeling. 
a wonderful feeling. So in my lifetime, people have really, really treated me and talked to me and tried to handle me all kind of ways. And in the midst of all that, I still was kind. I still supported. I still did what I had to do according to what the Word of God says. Even if 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 you treated me bad and you didn't feel like A, B, C, D, F, G, I even say, okay, well, maybe I'm an enemy. God said, bless your enemies. So let me just be a blessing to them. So I can't be an enemy to people because I'm not receiving nothing from these folks. They're not sowing. They're not giving. They're not doing nothing. So I can't be an enemy because God said, bless your enemies. Pray for those that persecute you for his name's sake. So I'm not... I'm not experiencing none of that. But I'm sure experiencing the word curses and the negativism and all this other stuff that's that's going down. But I'm still here, I'm still making it. It's a it's it's been a very a very emotional, spiritual, mental battle, you guys. And and yes, that's probably why I haven't been on here every day like I used to, every morning, every day, because I'm trying to keep my mind right. Y'all just know Dr. D is really in a spiritual, mental battle right now. In a financial crunch that I'm staying afloat. I'm about to shut all this down. I'm going to shut it all down. I'd rather shut it all down and go and buy me a car where I can just travel and go where I want. And I'll bring myself on the road. And maybe this is a good time to bring the boom factor on the road to go check out the different regions and stuff that people are dealing with with this virus. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about a lot of stuff right now. And I will make a post because all my, all my events, all my Anything that I have planned, I want to do a nice um, 10-year anniversary thing, but I see that's not going to happen because that's for two months away. My book launching now about to, should be planning. That's going to be uh, rescheduled. So I'm just going to make an announcement that Urban Management Group uh, workshops will probably done straight online. And I was thinking about that too. If everybody got to do everything online now, you know, the internet service and companies, they should just go ahead and give everybody free Wi-Fi. They could do it through the satellite. Everybody get free Wi-Fi for this month, next month. And um, I don't hear nothing about the consumer. They're giving some type of tax break, a consumer break. I don't hear nothing about that. Everybody else getting some type of break and stimulus. But what about the people? They want us to stay home, but if we stay home, are y'all gonna stay up our bills? Or are they just gonna add on for the next month to the next month, and then we don't have the income to even pay for it? You see, the the economy as a whole, other 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 um, the grantors and the landlords and the management and the CEOs are they gonna really really? pay us 
And I heard they say something that they're going to open up emergency uh, unemployment for individuals. Okay, so yeah, but what about the ones that don't work? And they work and get cash and they're not in the system to get unemployment. What about those individuals? So there's a lot of things they need to really sit down and, and really put together. Everybody just talking. But what's really going on? And as you see, Dr. D, you know, then shared a lot of stuff. But it's still all linked together to one thing. It's time to get back to the basis of life. Period. Family, children, companies. It just, God just shaking everything up. It's time for us to come back as one again. As a, as human beings. As with morals and values. You know, and I feel like this you should have been washing your hands. Why you got to have somebody tell you how to wash your hands? Should have been keeping up, washing your hands and keeping yourself clean. I've been who's doing that. They used to laugh at me at work. You always wiping stuff down and washing your hands. And I said, Yeah, because people are nasty. And sure enough, even now, same thing. I'm sitting here watching people. Ain't washing their hands, sneezing in their hands, coughing, ain't covering their mouth. I don't care how much you can clean that surface. If people still nasty and dirty, they're going to touch that surface and guess what? That's, that's, that's how it's going to happen. That's how it's going to happen. Time to wake up, people. I've been woke up. People can't deal with it, but I've been woke up. I've been saying stuff. And then they're going to shut everything down and send children home. Them children can't stay in their house by themselves. The parents are going to have to stay home. So the parents got to stay home. The jobs needed not to force the people to come to work. You could do it online. Anyway, I'm going to be. I should have been went to sleep.